Hello and welcome to the movie podcast after show for The Last of Us, episode seven. You know, we've been waiting for this episode for a very, very long time. And of course, I have the distinct pleasure of talking about it with some of my favorite uh, survivors. Of course, my name is Shabazz and I'm joined by my fellow survivors, Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Like you said, Shay, this is an episode that we've been really waiting to talk about. We were wondering if they were going to do it, and they did it, and I'm so ready to talk all about this one. I'm excited to talk about it with you as well. Anthony, how are you today? I'm doing well. I thought you would uh, announce us as your quarterstep crew, but you didn't, and I feel no. just, you know, well, like I wish you did. I, I, I wanted to be a survivor to, but, anymore. But the thing is, we're called the quarterstep compadres. Compadres, yes, the Cordyceps Compadre crew, yeah, or the Cordyceps Commies, you know, Cordyceps Commies. Anything is on the table. You know what? I apologize. Next time, I will remember to call you guys the Cordyceps Compadres. I wanted to call us Survivors because this episode deals primarily. I mean, like all episodes do so far, (laughs) but this is just that essential survival moment between about three characters. I guess you could really, really say. Um, So that's that's kind of why I went down that path. Is that okay with you? Yeah, man. We'll go with it. We'll we'll accept it. We'll accept. We'll accept it. I'll just in my head. I know I'm a compadre. Well, I want to keep calling us the Cordyceps Compadres. Of course, I won't. I won't forget that. I'll into this episode. I'll keep calling you guys CCs. You know, like go CC. What do you think about this? And then CC one, CC two. You guys got to figure out which one to use one and which ones to use two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, say you're running the show right now. We'll we'll leave it in your uh, in your mushroom hands. Okay. Oh, that's that sounds like an insult. My mushroom hands. That does sound. It does sound like a derogatory term as well, too. Yeah, right? I don't Look like this it. Mushroom hand over here. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Mushroom yeah. hand. So here's yeah. the thing. mushroom hand. One thing I I wanted to ask, and I don't know if we answered it, is you know, mushrooms are a big part of our lives right now. Like we eat mushrooms and do all that. Now, with the cordyceps being like the main villain of this world, do people still eat mushrooms? Mushrooms just sales did drop. They did drop stock by in the four hundred mushrooms. So yeah. Mario would work in this. Yeah. Super Mario would not li- can't live in this world. No, it's interesting because, like again, like by the time the Last of Us wraps up, the Super Mario movie is going to be releasing. You know, two weeks later, is there a correlation there? Is the Super Mario Brothers movie a secret Last of Us spinoff? Who knows? I, Who I knows? if anything, I think Super Mario Brothers movie is a. Uh, is something that, that the Mushroom Corporation has released to combat the negative press that they've received. The Mushroom Corporation is that the? Uh, it sounds like a, a Resident Evil uh, villain. <laughs> yeah, the Mushroom it, it, was, it was Umbrella Corp, <laughs> and then it was Mushroom Corp. That yeah. was that not talked about enough. Uh, but they're releasing the yeah. Super Mario Bros. movie, you know, to combat the negative press they've been getting. But listen, Shay, I do actually have some facts for you coming from MushroomCouncil.org. Okay. Take with that as you will. I don't trust. But I website. will tell you that the four weeks, the first four weeks of January, compared to last year, 2022, mushroom sales are down 9.9 percent. Yeah, I, 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 I do is, trust that. Different. Never mind. I do trust it. What's different? The Last of Us and the Cordyceps. So I think Anthony is onto something here. What an interesting mushroom sales are down. What an interesting stat to have. Like I, I you know what I. I have been I've eating been the waiting. same amount of mushrooms. This is this is, the mushroomcouncil.org has been my homepage for 13 years. <laughs> Hold on. I'm Why? just, like, I'm just I'm scrolling to the bottom of it here. I've been for this moment. I've been scrolling to the bottom <laughs> of it. Uh, copyright Daniel Baptista. That's interesting. You own this website? 
I do. Guys, we have the moviepodcast.ca, which you can find us there. And we have mushroomcouncil.org that you can find all of our information there, too. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, that's we that's shocking news. But it's good to know that you can find us at the moviepodcast.ca. Another great place to find us as well is Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd, and more at the movie podcast. And, of course, you can also follow us on any sort of podcast streaming application that you have out there just type in the movie podcast subscribe to us on there if that app does allow comments or uh, ratings we would appreciate the highest one typically they do it by five some some might do it by 10 i I don't think i've ever seen one that does it by 10 but a five or a 10 will do it it keeps the lights on because literally i have one light on over here the rest of that my room might be purple (laughs) but that's actually not the lights that's the gamma radiation <laughs> from the cordyceps that I've been Interesting. harvesting yeah. in here. Uh, <laughs> Got you. A five or a ten or do it was my motto in high school. So <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> That's great. That's really good. Um, and of course, like I said, you can follow us anywhere we are. You can follow us in the streets if you want to. Don't approach us, though, because then we get scared. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. What do you think about this episode? This is an episode that is based around downloadable content from the game and if you're not familiar with downloadable content is it is usually content that is released after the original game has come out that you can download hence downloadable content or known as dlc on the streets so yeah you take that it's basically as like a podcast will. right basically like a podcast yeah this episode also this episode is dlc to our main show so i guess you could say it like that all right. Well, we're talking about The Last of Us again. And I want to give a huge shout out to our friends over at Crave and HBO for providing us copies of this show so that we can get these after shows out to you. This is our seventh after show. We're probably going to do more for other shows down the road, but this is definitely something that we've been loving. 10 o'clock, as soon as the episode ends, we are right here. Yeah, if you heard my dog barking in the background, I do apologize. He probably smells a clicker or someone. So maybe, yeah. maybe mushroom he's fan me. number one for mushroom sure. Fan, he, he actually owns uh, mushroomorganization.org. What is it called again? Mushroomcorp.org? <laughs> mushroom, mushroom. He set this website up. Oh my gosh. He, he owns it with Daniel. Little, it's, 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 it's a DND. Yeah. 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 It's it's mushroomcouncil.org. Okay. Yeah. That's Please a, get it right. That's silly. Council. Council of Elrond. Council of uh, Cordyceps. Council of the Cordyceps. Yeah. I, I thought it was too long. And people don't know how to spell Cordyceps. Absolutely. Well, let's let's talk about this episode. So again, this episode, first, before we kind of get into it, I do want to kind of get a quick overview from you guys. What did you think of this one? This is a, a very interesting episode because like I mentioned, it doesn't take place in the main game. It is something that maybe a lot of people who played the main game didn't get to experience unless you bought the remaster or the remake. Uh, but for people who maybe just played it on PS3, they are probably not too familiar with this unless they bought it. But uh, Anthony, let's start off with you. What did you think about this episode overall? I, I enjoyed it. It, it I when I started play, when I played Last of Us and I learned that there was this add-on, this this DLC of how Ellie becomes, you know, infected and or or in this case, like how she gets bitten and how she learns that she's um, immune. It was an interesting story, but then it goes down this path of like, what was Ellie doing before, you know all these things happen to her. So it's a great grounded story on her life beforehand, her friendship and like even her, the love of her, I guess the love of her life um, in this sense as a young kid, like just exploring her own, you know, feelings and and that stuff. And then it all takes place in this mall and it, it pretty much sets up the beginning of what we see in episode, I guess one slash two. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been getting hints in the main game and also in these episodes about what happened in, with, with Ellie and, and kind of this other person that was there in her life. So very, very cool that we're finally getting to see it. Daniel, what about you overall? Just quick thoughts on, on this episode. Uh, no, this episode was fantastic. Again, like when we're looking at how this show is adapting the things that we love of the game, Left Behind was one of my favorite stories. That has one of my favorite quotes, which we will get to and we'll talk about later on in this episode. But they did it with such service. And I think there are some moments that are really scary on how close they are to the game. And again, I know Neil Druckmann's involved. We know Naughty Dog and PlayStation is involved. But this could only be done by the team that made this game and someone who loves the game like Craig Mazin does. So uh, just not to doubt the part, and I just want to say Storm Reed's um, is just incredible as Riley. I think she really steals it for me in this episode. And I think I, we were wondering what was going to happen with this story. Like, at least for myself, I was wondering, I'm like, okay, are they going to touch on it? Is this going to be something they release, you know, after the main, you know, the main story of the game? And they're going to do this as like an episode maybe in season two, or are they going to do this as like as a little expansion in between season two and uh, season one? But the fact that they included it within the actual events season one, I love that they did that. I love that they committed to that. Um, and as soon as we saw a, the mall power up in the trailer, like it looks like Shay's room right now with all the purple lights and lights turning on, right? It it sold me, and I was just like, "This is perfect." Anthony, I think it like the way they kind of put these this this little story within the bigger grand scheme of the story really sets up Ellie because you know the whole thing is is Ellie ready to take on this responsibility in this case taking care of Joel and this flashback sequence of her being trained and and being part of Fedra and and all the things that kind of led up to her character and the strength of her character is going to pay off into the next couple of episodes mm -hmm. where we see her become you know this this leader. And I think that's really, really great editing and great storytelling to get this story in there without having to, you know, wait till the end or like try to figure out or force it in, in such a way. It really worked to kind of combine these two elements and these two stories together. Yeah, absolutely. And in the game, this, this, this moment in the game, it kind of starts off right where we left off in the last episode. So in our last episode, episode six, the ending of it, we were at this, you know, facility, we're at this university, we're at this or um, science lab. And as Joel and Ellie are trying to escape because they see some hunters there, Joel gets the old stabby stab. You know, it's knife goes right through him. He's clearly hurt. Ellie's trying to take him. They're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. And it's, it's a bit of a cliffhanger. Like, is Joel dead? Like, and in, in this show so far, you know, we've, we've gotten that idea that no one is safe. So the idea of Joel dying is totally plausible. It totally makes sense. It totally works within the narrative that we've been getting so far. We cut to this neighborhood, which is a little bit different because in the game, Ellie first takes Joel, I guess, to a mall. And this is probably the same mall or maybe a different mall, probably a different mall, sorry, because obviously it's a different part of the United States where she's keeping Joe safe in there, locked up in one of the uh, one of the stores while she's going around the mall trying to find something to heal him and make him feel better or kind of stitch him up, give him some penicillin or whatever he needs while there are people in the mall kind of just hunting on you have the infected as well. And this one, a little bit different. We're, we're starting off in the neighborhood. Ellie is just trying to make sure Joe is okay. 
she's she's and Joel's like just just go on without me like I don't like I don't need to live like whatever just you're more important go 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 and then immediately we cut to left behind we cut to you know Ellie running around wearing her Fedra trainee sweater where she's running around with all these a bunch of other girls probably around her age give or take they're running around and this young this other girl bumps into her and you know Ellie's listening to a uh, Pearl Jam which of course has been something that's been one of Joel's favorite artists I guess really in, in the in the last of us universe she's just running around they're listening to music she's getting into fights she's punching kids and then she has this meeting with you know, one of the Fedra officers who's just kind of like listen you're smart like you're such a you're so talented i I, i've thrown everything at you i've locked you up in solitary i've taken everything away from you but you still keep fighting you're a leader you're a natural born leader i want to see you rise up within fedra a lot of that that grooming is kind of happening there where it's like you can be someone very important uh you know captain kwong is like saying listen Ellie, you're going to be a leader, and I, I see that in your future. And what I love about this moment is a really cool Easter egg here as well, where you see Captain Kwong's um, keys, and the Naughty Dog symbol is right on it. And Naughty Dog, if you're not familiar with who Naughty Dog is, they are the developers of The Last of Us game, and they have a very distinct paw print uh, uh logo which my dog right now is just so excited about you can probably hear him just going like yeah that's my paw print they used they didn't, yeah. they didn't give me well, the his, money his, for the rights his nickname is naughty dog so that's <laughs> right now sense. he, he really sounds you. like a naughty dog i'll be honest with you yeah. really interrupting <laughs> my recording here so i do apologize about that uh but yeah you know I, I, daniel i'd love to get your beginning of this episode here I like that you said the word grooming, Shay. Um, only because, you know, once we're talking about dogs, of course, but also because that really is what Fedra was doing. They were, you know, they thought that they were better than the Fireflies and the Fireflies and Fedra. There are these two factions, you know, Fireflies are fighting against Fedra and Fedra is fighting the Fireflies and they are all giving people what they desperately need, hope and a purpose. And I think that what, you know, they're trying to induct Ellie into is like, listen, you're a leader. Like you said, Shay, she's a, you're a natural born leader, but you could do so much more. You could be so much more. And I think Ellie too, like, I, I like that we get to see this side of her. We get to see her in the school. Cause in the game, we don't get that. You know, we immediately kind of cut to her in her dorm, sneaking out with Riley and doing, going on their adventure, which we'll talk about very soon, but promise and purpose. That's exactly what they're, they're trying to get out of them or, or hope for, you know, living a better life so i really like that what's being established here um and then let's see what comes after absolutely anthony what about you this opening sequence you know we're kind of just getting a bit more of an understanding of how the world was operating during the time that you know we have these these two clear areas of, of people that are fedra based and you know you have the fireflies that are that are the the enemy of all these people yeah, the 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 two, and they they will play a big part in Ellie's life, and even in this story as we go through it. Um, we don't, you know, we really don't know who's right and who's wrong. Who, if Fedra's right, if Fireflies are right, they're just two two factions that are going against each other. And Ellie is now going to be stuck in the middle of it because of what the you know where Riley positions herself with, and she feels that you know there's 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 a future for me in Fedra and there's someone who actually thinks I can be a great leader and I can be these great things. And at this moment, Fedra runs the QZ in Boston. It makes sense for her to continue. She shall be taken care of. She'll eat, she'll stay warm. And you know, there, there is this, um, there's this part where she's kind of like, she's looking at, I guess her, the, the commander and she's like so disconnected. But when he tells her, 
you know, Ellie, I see so much value in you. I think it just opens up her eyes like, whoa, this is the first time someone's actually seen me for, for what I can do. And that's, that's interesting because, you know, could Ellie have been a federal leader? Like, is that something that she would have continued to go down that path? It's just conflict with her. And, and it's interesting to see as a character where she is now, where she's, you know, she's interacted with like people who have overthrown Fedra and all these other fireflies and, and everything else. It's, it's just interesting to see where her future might've been if she didn't right. continue yeah. down this path. Support for the movie podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. You know what I didn't know I needed, but I needed is an LED light on my shaver. Oh my God. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. There is darkness, especially around that area. <laughs> it works so well. You can really pinpoint all the hairs and you're like, okay, I got this point. Because you hair kind of like starts to mesh and you really don't see it properly. But with this LED light, it's super bright and you can get everything precision cut. It's a 4000K LED spotlight. So you are literally putting a spotlight to your genitals down there to make sure you're you're treating them as you should. The skin safe proprietary technology that they use for uh the the lawnmower is really good. Like I I I was always a little hesitant going down there and then I felt safe. I felt like there was protection there. Manscaped just makes it so easy to choose a tool, whatever you're using, be it the beer trimmer, the lawnmower, the weed whacker, and it just feels like there is like this accessibility to it that I absolutely love. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code MoviePod. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls well, thank you. We all look for that positive reinforcement, right? And, and someone like Ellie, who has been such a shit disturber, really, like she's causing fights, she's not listening. The moment that she's finally getting that recognition that, hey, like what I'm doing is, is, is important or people see something in me or at least this one person sees something in me, it, it plays a long way and it plays a lot also to her relationship with Joel. So we continue, you know, Ellie kind of just goes to her room. She's sleeping and, oh my God, someone breaks in, starts shaking her and trying to like make it seem like an Ellie, like that they're trying to kidnap her. And Ellie wakes up in a fright and it's her, it's her good friend, Riley, who used to be also be a part of the Fedra trainees and all the kids that were, I guess, orphans or whoever they are. And she's telling her about, listen, like, I've joined the Fireflies and she's got the, the obviously the, the Firefly medallion there as well. And that, that means so much for us in the game because we're constantly trying to collect them and find them as well. They're always like, yeah. what a great sound when you pick them up too. They're having a great conversation yeah. and, and Riley just says like, hey, look, I, I, I have this great place I want to take you to. Let's go there tonight. And they start walking over to this, this building. It's really, really tall. She's like, yeah, it's a couple floors that go up. It's like seven floors that go up it. And there's this guy just, just dead there. You know, he's clearly probably been infected or, or shot or whatever happened to him. And he's got this bottle of just what looks like whiskey. I, I wasn't really paying attention to what it was. 
and it's mushroom take, juice. It's Should mushroom ask. juice uh, from the Mushroom Corporation, yeah. uh, Mushroom Council yeah. of Alcohol. Is it mushroom, mushroom alcohol out there? Spaz. Is it mushroom alcohol out there? I don't know. Shay, let's now, now you're gonna Google it, aren't you? Uh, while you Google that, I'll, I'll continue. Mushroom, on. <laughs> yeah, mushroom alcohol. Can you make alcohol out of fungus? Oh God. Um, I, don't like this. I don't think so. You can. I'm seeing. So this is what the National Institute of, Institutes of Health have said. Dude, back to this that, website um, again. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is a .gov website. So we have oh, recently okay. discovered that some uh, genre of genre of mushroom produce alcohol. Oh, I don't even know what these words are. And made wine by using a mushroom in place of. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't like this. I'm just like gonna it. say. I'm don't gonna like say it. maybe. Let's just say maybe. No. We'll stick with maybe. We'll say that there's, say yes. there's there's someone out there who's like, oh, mushroom, mushroom, mushroom juice, mushroom juice at forty percent alcohol is my favorite. Like I love yeah. mushroom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm it getting sounds, crunk on mushroom. It sounds like something like it's yeah. It's like oh, pass me the mushroom juice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Pass, pass, pass me the MJ. MJ. Pass me the mush. No, <laughs> the MJ. God. Uh, but they 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 take the drink, and I, I love this because you know recently we just got. A moment where Ellie took a took a swig and didn't like it, and here clearly she takes another drink. Not a big fan. They go towards this mall, and and, and Ellie's like, "We can't, we can't go inside of here. Like this, this is closed off. They said it's full of infected." And Riley's like, "Then why isn't it closed off? Like if it, if they're saying it's so scary, why isn't it actually closed?" They go inside. They find the power, turn it on. And what I love about these these moments as well is that we're, as we're walking through the mall, we're seeing all these amazing stores that we're so familiar with. You know, Best Buy. Uh, essence I think uh, body shop uh, but one of my favorite other yeah. easter eggs here is we do get a nice poster for Dawn of the Wolf part 2 which if you remember from the mm-hmm. games as well super prominent you'll see it kind of everywhere it was coming soon too bad they never got to see it hopefully there are some reels out there and they will get to watch it one day because being left on a cliffhanger is never great uh, Daniel please let no. me know what did you think about this whole sequence here this is what I was so excited about getting to the mall, seeing all the shops open. Um, you know, there's a great moment where, you know, Riley and Ellie are looking at like, I don't know if it's a Victoria's Secret, but it's like a lingerie shop, but it basically is like a Victoria's Secret. And they're just like, yeah, could you believe like people used to wear that? And like, they were just kind of like joke about that and have like a really, like, they're just laughing and like, oh, imagine you wearing it. And it just, it's just so fun. Cause again, like at the end of the day, these are kids, you know, figuring out who they are. And, and seeing the problems that we used to have and seeing the silliness that we used to do, you know, like 20 years from now, if there is a major cordyceps outbreak and people look back and be like, could you could you believe that these guys used to talk about a TV show on a podcast every week? You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just funny seeing that. And I think there's such an innocence to this episode and seeing the world through Ellie and Riley's eyes more so than any episode before. We're really seeing the world through Ellie's eyes here, which is a precursor to what's to come in part two in the game um and in terms of like the game being through her perspective but it's just really cool seeing that and i think like like i just said more than any other episode before this episode really relies on the innocence of the perspective of a child and i just think that it's just so well done uh absolutely uh anthony what about yourself yeah, you, they're they're replacing lingerie with guns now. That's that's where they are at at this point. Like, you know, things that you know they're probably they were looking at it. Like, can you like you said, can you believe they used to wear it? But then you see Riley with a gun in her. Like, and I'm looking at that. Wait a minute, that's such a 
like I wouldn't expect that. You know, there's, there's this how we perceive things in the world that we're currently in. Laundry makes more sense in our world without, with, rather than a gun being, you know, in your back pocket. But then again, if you live in the yeah. states, there's a gun in everyone's back pocket. But you know, it's uh, it's just it's interesting to have this. It's almost like they're going through a flashback sequence in a mall because it's encapsulated everything that was around at that time in 2003. So it is kind of like going through a um, a time capsule. And Ellie, again, that sequence where she's going down the es- excavator, excavator, the um, <laughs> escalator, <laughs> escalator. She's going <laughs> down the moment. escalator, like moving stairs, and she's she's like, "How the do I joy. get on here?" Yes, and it's like these little things that she has not experienced before, and now she is, and it kind of leads to like a Ferris wheel. What? Yeah, and, this little carousel you know, that she kind of gets on, you know. Sorry, a, yeah, a carousel, not a yeah. Ferris wheel, a carousel. My bad. But it, it's great because, like, right before that moment on the on the stairs, you know, you're hearing Aha's "Take on Me" playing, and it's it's just this great moment. But they get on the carousel; it's beautiful. They're having a great conversation. You can tell there's this there's this love and bond that that Riley and Ellie really really have for each other, and you start to wonder is it is it more than friendship? Because the longing looks, the the care and love for each other really starts to stand out. And I, you know, Storm Reed and um, and and Bella Ramsey here are just so good. Their their chemistry in, in one episode and in these in the first thirty minutes already, we're just like, I love them. I, I love what they're doing. I love what they're doing yeah. here. And of course, when we get to one of my favorite moments in the game and also in this episode is when they discover the photo booth. And the photo booth was such a prominent moment in the game here because you get in, you take a bunch of shots, you choose which kind of angle you want to go with, and it's the exact same animations and characters in that photo booth, and. When, they take it, it kind of prints out, it's kind of faded, but it's it's really, really fun. And we saw that moment in the trailers as well. What I loved about uh, in the game was because it came out at a time when Facebook was prominent. At the end of when you take the photos in the game, it would say like share on Facebook and Ellie would be like, what's Facebook? And it's just so funny. Yeah. Obviously, this show taking place 2003 or taking place at when at the end of 2003, really, when everything happened, we didn't get Facebook. They, no one invented Facebook during the, the Cordyceps virus that occurred. Mark Zuckerberg no. probably died during all of that that happened. So sorry to say that. Everyone's gone. Everyone's Dang, gone. Check, check the org. Maybe there was like a mushroom <laughs> Facebook for the mushroom book mushbook.com i'm back back (laughs) (laughs) you're back on this you're not leaving this website today by the way this is is they're getting hits today they're wondering like why is our traffic so high today on mushroomcouncil.org like this is this you know, is this people is, this need to be know. crazy for halftime at the Super Bowl. Um, so they're going ahead and they're <laughs> <laughs> they 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 take the photos. They're walking around. They get to the arcade. Now this is a huge moment. The arcade and you see Mortal Kombat right there. You know, throw back to the third episode, I believe, where they get to play Mortal Kombat um, with Ellie. Well, Ellie wants to play, but obviously can't because there's no power. Um, and then I love this moment because. There's there's literally money all over the ground, like U.S. dollars, just all over the place. And and Ellie's like, you know, give any coins so I can put it in here. Any money that I can put in here. And, and Riley points to the ground, and Ellie's like, not that useless shit. And it's just so funny because it's like, if I saw money like that on the ground, I would be crying. I'd be like, oh my god, and like collect it all and take it with me. But then she pops open the the change receptacle and then pulls out the change and start playing. And wow, what a moment, Anthony! I'd love to get your thoughts on this whole sequence here. You know, the mall and arcades are just part of 
a childhood memory for me. And I think, you know, when they were building this game and the story for a lot of people, and I always remember going to the mall and playing games. And I think this is, you know, the direction for this episode is really showcasing how these two people are experiencing what it was like to be in that time period in 2003. And they are experiencing everything around them. Like they, like nothing happened and they're enjoying their time and being part of like, you know, playing Mortal Kombat 2, who who hasn't played Mortal Kombat 2? I guess like it depends on when you were born and all that. But I remember going to the arcades and playing Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter or whatever game is happening and just having like that's the thing that you would do with it at the mall. You know that we don't have that anymore, but it's just this really fascinating experience for Ellie to be part of this this world where people used to do this all the time. They would go to the malls and play games. Um, but yeah, like it's it's so the setup of these two characters there we are getting them to we're kind of falling in love with them we're falling in love with where where they are together because you know there's going to be a moment between the two and but you know it's bittersweet because at the end of it only one leaves so it's it's great pacing great editing all that encompassing within like an hour worth of of um, story absolutely yeah that that's great fantastic game what about yourself Great moment. You know, this is one of those things that uh, a little bit of a change from the game, you know, in the game, it's angel knives that they're playing. Um, but obviously, because, you know, in a game, you're not going to advertise for another game. But in the show, and again, I, maybe it was easier for them to get clearance because it was HBO and that's under Warner and that technically owns Mortal Kombat as well, too. So it's cool that in the actual game, sorry, in the actual movie, they were able to get the actual game that they wanted most likely to reference, which was Mortal Kombat. And uh, there's a great trophy for that as well, too on the game side um, and just seeing them playing and having a good time. And I think just kids being kids, like Anthony said, there is something about going to an arcade and having fun and playing these games and experimenting with these games. You have never played at home or these experiences that you can't play at home because it's like these big fight sticks or these big steering wheels. And yeah, you could do that at home, but in this world, because the pandemic started so um, it started so much earlier than it did in the side of the games, there's a lot that these kids don't know of. There's a lot of technology that never even existed. So, I mean, Shay, you brought up the Facebook not being a thing. Um, and then I, I think that's an interesting choice because now the world just feels frozen in 2003, which is a really interesting way, uh, like place to play where you would see a lot still to that day that so in 2003, you would still have a lot of arcades. There's not a lot of arcades out there in the world now. And at least speaking here in Canada, like we have, you know, the rec room or we'll have Dave and Buster's or, Chuck E. Cheese, but actual arcades and malls aren't what they used to be, where a mall would have multiple arcades in it sometimes. That's not what it is now. But again, it's just kids having fun, being themselves, being with the ones that they love. And I think Riley and Ellie are just so fun to watch because they're experiencing things. And it's almost like a kid's on Christmas morning. Like you're watching it and you're like, oh, look, they're discovering this. They're doing this. They're, they're making these core memories. And I think that's what this episode is for, for Ellie. And we'll see the effects of it for a long time. This is a core memory for her. Yeah, no, and it, it's very true that it is. You know, we we start to kind of move from here, and we we finally get introduced to the no pun intended book from Riley's side of things. She starts reading it off, and Ellie's falling in love with it. But then, you know, we get some conflict as well. Ellie discovers these pipe bombs that clearly were made to 
mess around with Fedra. And, and, and this is where Ellie is really conflicted. She's like, you know, how could you be doing this? Like, like, what do you, like, what's wrong with you? Like, why, why, why is this happening? Like you're hurting our people that we are with. And it's yeah. tough. I mean, like, were you doing do you, this? Did you really want to show me or did you want to station me here? You know, like there's yeah. that conflict too that it's, it, it hurts. Cause you're it like, hurts. was all of this just you doing your rounds, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, we find out that Riley says that she, she's being relocated and, you know, this might be the last time they kind of get to see each other. So she wanted to take her to the mall and kind of give her the the five wonders of the mall. And we kind of see a bunch of different areas of it, which are phenomenal. And then they have a little fight. They go a little, uh, they go different, they go their separate ways. And then we hear that scream. And, I, you know, during all this as well, we, we, we do see a infected kind of come to life here. So we know that something's going to about to happen, like something really really rough ellie runs to the sound of the scream turns that it's actually a halloween store you know might have been spirit halloween who knows what was happening because spirit halloween they sneak right in they take over whatever they can find and man spirit halloween during uh like uh the world ending would just be like man look at all the stores that we could take over they, they probably i'm surprised they take over this is what more they, the whole mall probably was spirit halloween at this point you know what spirit i mean Halloween's the only thing halloween themed Spirit Halloween is the only thing that can survive a nuclear blast, I believe. I think so. You're yeah. right. 100%. <laughs> but what I love about this moment is, you know, it's another moment from the game and the authenticity of the game is, again, completely shown here because the exact masks that you get to use in the game are present here. So Ellie puts on this clown mask, I think Riley does, and then they kind of walk over. Oh, yeah, Riley puts on the clown mask, Ellie puts on the wolf mask, and they're they're kind of dancing, they're they're joking around, they're having a good time, take off the mask, they look into each other's eyes, and we get that moment, we get that kiss. And now it's beautiful. We know that, you know, Ellie's Ellie's true self is coming out here. She's really saying, like, listen, I don't go. Like, I don't want you to go. And Riley's conflicted. And I think Riley at this point is like trying to figure out what do I do? Do I do I stay? Do I go? Like, what happens here? And then we get the big loud scream. Infected walk right in, try to attack, and we we have this big fight that occurs between them, and we get that reveal. They've both been bitten. Ellie, where we saw last, and Riley right on her hand. Anthony, please give us your thoughts on this moment. It, it plays out just like the game. Like it, it really feels like, man, they they encapsulated what happens in that whole story in an actual you know, 50 minute live action. And they did a really good job of just prepping and getting people set up for Ellie to come out as gay she is you know i can't wait for the 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 people who will write oh she this is the woke episode another woke episode i'm like guys you have to you have to open your eyes like these characters are not who you want them to be they bill was always gay and ellie is gay too like you gotta let that go you know it's and it was always set up that way since the beginning of that game coming out like that was the whole idea of the last of us and having these characters who show showcase different diversities and different, you know, sexualities and all that. So I, I'm just looking forward to people just like, oh, this is the woke, another woke episode. And I'm just going to be like freaking idiots, man. Like, I don't know, but uh, overall, like, okay. Daniel gave the, the, the two mushroom fingers up. <laughs> 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 two, two fungs up right there. Two, two, two fungs up. Yeah. 100%. Fung but, you. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it sucks because at this point, Ellie doesn't know she's, she's immune, right? 
So she's like fucking smashing everything. She's like, I like clearly in their eyes, like their lives are done. Like pain, they, pain, they, yeah. They're yeah, they're pretty much. What's next? Do they kill themselves? Do they? What do What do they do? Uh, it doesn't really die. They don't really dive into what happens too. Like you don't really see exactly what happens after. Uh, I think the game really goes down that road a bit because you kind of you you see Ellie like I remember. In the game, she slits this this uh, infected throat, and there's literally blood coming everywhere. Um, oh yeah! But you know, you know the story. You know what happens. You, I, I think you can use your imagination to what happens next, because you know Maria comes around and she takes care of Ellie and all that. So it's it's a hard, it's something that's that's happened in Ellie's life that is tragic. It's really like you know the the not having parents is a big thing and then also uh or being an orphan is a big thing as well as now losing your best friend and maybe the love of your life right yeah your first love the one who kind of opened you up to being this person that you felt like you had to hide yeah really really showed her you know who she really is there's a line right before you know the 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 attack happens where Ellie just kind of says to Riley, you know, you, you mattered to me first. Like you, like I, I understand that you you yeah. care so much about Fedra, you care so much about, um, sorry, uh, the fireflies and everything, but you mattered to me first. Uh, after this bite and everything that kind of happens, I think this is kind of Daniel, where one of your favorite moments occurs, one of your favorite lines occurs. Um, so I, I'll, I'll let you get to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're 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 coming to terms with what's going to happen again. Like Anthony said. Ellie doesn't know that she's immune yet. And, you know, Riley, you know, gives the option or it's like, you know, we got two options. We could take the easy way out or we can, you know, lose our minds and go out all poetic and lose our minds together, which, which is a beautiful moment. I see that encapsulates so much, but there's an additional little line that's given in the game that it's not given here. And when I first watched this episode, I was like, that line means a lot. And I think it's conveyed for sure. It's definitely conveyed and you and it's conveyed non-verbally. Like it's it's just something that's like it's an understanding. But there's a line and I'm I'm gonna read it just because I want to make sure I'm getting it right. And Riley's telling this to Ellie, and I think why this line is so important is because I think this really shapes who Ellie is as a person going forward. And the line is there are a million ways we could have died today, and a million ways that we could die before tomorrow but we fight for every second we get to spend with each other. Whether it's two minutes or two days, we don't give that up. Um, I don't want to give that up. My vote, let's wait it out. And I, and you know, and, and she goes on to say, you know, we could be all poetic and lose our minds together. Um, but that whole idea of, you know, there's a million ways we could have died today and a million more before tomorrow. Um, I think it's implied in the scene and there's a lot of silence in this moment because again, when you're coming to the realization of death is coming, I don't think you're going to be giving these monologues either. I think it works in the game. Um, but in the show, again, I think it was a good change to make. Maybe they shot it because maybe it was an iconic line. But I think after watching this episode again, I, I think the, it's conveyed correctly. It's there. You, you feel it. And you just can imagine, again, like, you forget sometimes you're watching a show because you just get so lost in these performances that you're just like, imagine what Ellie's feeling in this moment where you're going from literally the highest sublime feeling of just happiness, discovering something with somebody you love, kissing them, 
you know, she apologized and, and where I was like, for what? You know, and like, it's a beautiful moment between them. This whole mall sequence, they fight, they make up, they fight for their lives. And at the end of the day, the scream that Ellie lets out with Bella, Bella Ramsey's performance in this, it's harrowing. It's stuck with me because it's a shrill scream. It's a scream of someone who is just so devastated that they've gotten to this point now. They are going to die. Riley is going to die. Ellie is going to die. Um, and it's a big moment. And it's a really big moment. And I'm just glad that this whole episode was given the time that it was to do what it needed to do. Absolutely. No, you're 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 one hundred percent right. And I wish we got that line too. There's a lot of lines in the game that, you know, maybe don't get said verbatim in the show, but they're implied, like you mentioned. And I think that's one of those moments for sure. Uh we kind of cut back to the to, you know, Ellie finally kind of looking for more medicine and she starts to stitch up Joe, uh Joel and you know, the I was episode, like, who's Joe? Joe, Joel, Joel uh, from Superman. Joel, Joel, She starts to stitch him up, and you know, we're pretty much uh, we're pretty much at the end of that episode. So now that we've kind of talked all about it, love to get your final thoughts on this episode. Anthony, I'll start with you. Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. It, it was really, like I said, really well paced. It told two stories at the same time. And it's just a good setup to Ellie as a character because I think at the end of it, I, I think the the way they, they wanted Ellie to, or the way they showcased Ellie was that she has, she's tough and she has that, that skin that's kind of like that callus that kind of built around her to make her get through this moment. And I think when she puts the, um, when she starts sewing up Joel, um, you know that... <laughs> <laughs> this she she has to take responsibility and the things that have happened in her life leading to this point is where she has to you know showcase that and it just you know it says a lot and it sucks that you know ellie had to lose someone to gain this experience to be ready for this moment that she's going to get on because it's going to take her to another adventure on her own absolutely um daniel yourself no, it's it's another fantastic entry. I mean, um, I kind of said everything that I, how I was feeling. I, I realized I went off on a tangent before, so I apologize. But this this episode encapsulates a lot, and I think, like Anthony was saying, that this episode really is why Ellie is the way that she is, and we're and we're learning so much about who she is as a person. We've seen it, and now we get to see why she is the way that she is. So I think it's just it's a great entry. I could have taken literally a whole hour. I could have taken a whole two hours of them just exploring them all together and having fun because they it's 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 devastating because you know how it's going to play out right you know how this is going to play out you know this is not going to end well there are no happy endings in the world of the last of us but this episode inspires so much hope and i think that's that's what it is and like riley said in the game that you know we fight for every second that we get together that's exactly what this episode is 100 percent I love this episode. I think that, you know, they captured the essence of what that DLC was, that that extra bit of story that we didn't get part of the main game. And it's incorporated so beautifully in the video game side that also on the show, they did it perfectly. It is phenomenal. It's sad that, you know, we in this show, 
we only get sometimes these amazing characters and these amazing actresses and actors for one episode only. And we, we selfishly want to spend more time with them. Um, but I loved it. I think people are going to love it too. If you did love this episode, please do join our discord as well. The links for all of that are going to be down below. You can talk about it. We have a spoiler chat open and people love discussing it. If you are watching us on YouTube and you want to leave a comment about what you thought about this episode too, that'd be great. We would love to read it out also. There's a lot of great things about this uh, show and we can't wait to talk more. We are getting closer and closer to the finish line. We anticipate two more episodes. Two more episodes. Crazy. We're we're gonna have to see. Are they gonna play the last episode during the Oscars? I think they will. I think the Oscars aren't really gonna be a bit of a uh, aren't gonna really push back against the Last of Us. I think this. Is I think really, the Oscars are gonna move. I wouldn't be surprised, man, because I think really like the HBO Oscars are gonna move so, to Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> HBO was so I, strong on this. They they believe that they have the ability to draw in more viewers than the Oscars. Oh, hundred percent. I bet you a hundred dollars they'll get more viewers than the Oscars. Wow, that's oh, all right. Damn. I'll take that bet. But I'm also no way. on that there side no of the bet too. Like I'm also no with way. you. But if it doesn't play yes. out, I'll take the money. <laughs> we'll play both sides. We'll yes. play both sides. Of course, you can follow us at The Wii Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. All of our links are down below. Please leave us a comment. Five stars wherever you're watching and a thumbs up. This is the Quarter Step Crew signing off. So that was this time with The Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. <laughs>